school to prison pipeline. Yeah, let's talk about it. Police brutality out of line. Yeah, let's talk about it. All these thoughts running through my mind. We gotta talk about hey. it. Miles, what is going on with Kanye West, man? What is happening? My God, you still paying attention to Kanye West? What is happening? Still watching? I'm watching. We're all watching, man. We're worried. Man. I'm worried about that cat. I really am. You know, you know my prediction that I told you off mic. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm scared for that kid. And if Kim has to text Tim basically saying, hey, you're putting Pete Davidson's, you know, life in danger for the most part, this is a problem. He's just, we're going to talk about that tomorrow, by the way. Not about Kanye himself, about people being put in those positions, man. You ever been in a situation like that? You ever been in a situation where there's, you know, a little bit of anger, a little bit of angst? A little bit of disrespect going on between you and a woman and things you know, start to escalate a little bit. Then family members get involved, you know. I'm going to go knock that fool out. All kind of nonsense. We, African-Americans. What happened with the baby? Same thing happened with the baby. He could be a part of the discussion. We do it a lot in the black community, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when an uncle or cousin or brother or somebody found out the baby girl got disrespect. Oh, man. Pull up. On site, it's on. It's like, oh, come on, yeah. And vice versa. You think vice versa? I don't know about vice versa. I, I, what? I don't think so. I got some cousins and some homegirls and some aunties that will put in some work for you, boy. And pull up and beat a woman down like that, or threaten to. I'm. I, I do I condone it? No, but I. But I do I have it? Yes. Wow. Well, that's the conversation tomorrow. Oh, Kanye, man. Get some help, King. And get a black woman. <laughs> uh, you know what <laughs> we're getting off topic here but we, we gotta stop doing that i mean i love black women just as much as you do but we're once again we're pushing the whole narrative the strong black woman black women always got to come in and save the day when we act a fool why is that always the case it's always oh if he had a black woman he would what what that, what I'm, I'm why do that. black women always got to be the savior for everything why can't we black men just step up what's that about Man, we made, he made mistakes. He made a bunch of mistakes. I don't know. I don't know. We'll get into that tomorrow. That's a little preview for tomorrow. <laughs> By the way, yeah, let's talk about it. We got a lot to talk about right here. KBLA Talk 1580, Middays with Danny Morrison. Today is one of those days where I hope to promote healthy conversation by tackling one of those topics that is perennially taboo within the African-American community. And today, we talk about discipline. Yeah, Discipline. Remember that? <laughs> Spankings, whoopings, and in some cases, sadly, beatings. You see, like a lot of you, I come from the generation of corporal punishment. The generation of staying out of grown folks' business. The generation of getting popped in your mouth. The spare the rod, spoil the child generation. The generation of no child left behind and no child's butt was left behind. The generation where the principal at your elementary school could issue you a paddling if you stepped too far outside the line. The generation where Catholic nuns were allowed to spank the children that misbehaved within the Catholic school classroom walls. And of course, the generation where our mothers and or our fathers would send you out to the backyard to retrieve three switches from the blackberry tree. Instruct you to bring them inside follow you to the bedroom, shut the door behind them, and proceed to whip your behind with each one until each one broke. Rhythmically talking to you as they bruised your ego and your behind at the same time. 
That is the generation that I come from. Generation X, old school parenting. It's debatable on whether or not that method of aggressive disciplinary measures was even effective because you could probably make the case for either side. One side could easily surmise that Generation X was still rife with high incarceration, gang affiliation, which led to immeasurable parental frustration. While the other side could conceivably claim that were it not for corporal punishment, things could have been far worse and we could have eventually devolved into mayhem becoming our final destination. But what about today's younger African-American generations? The ones that we tend to criticize all the time. Anytime we see a flare-up from a young king or queen acting a fool out in public, we tend to find ourselves painting the entire demographic with the same brush by attributing their bad behavior as what? A lack of discipline, right? Don't y'all leave me out there by myself. You know it's true. When that young queen is outside her character, raising her voice inside that convenience store with the white cashier, what do you say once you get into the car outside? That girl just wasn't raised right. When that young king initiates an altercation inside a mall parking lot, which causes for two young black teenagers to break into fisticuffs and for people to scramble immediately, what do you say? These young brothers these days are just wrapped different. Just an FYI, I witnessed both of these incidents since I arrived here in Los Angeles. Broke a brother's heart. But we older folks just simply believe that the millennials and Generation Z are far less disciplined than we were when we were adolescents. We believe that the disrespect that they put out far supersedes any level of disrespect that we could have ever shown. From their violent activity to their aggressive sexuality, we just see them as being lost causes on the spectrum of morality. And we also believe that the missing ingredient in their upbringing is the one element that we believe kept us all in line, and that is whoopings. But I'm here to report that experts disagree with your assessment. If you're one of those older African Americans that has been yelling incessantly that, quote, these young bucks need a whooping, that's the problem, mental health professionals and statisticians would like to have a word with you. Observe. According to Stacey Patton, a brilliant queen who is also assistant professor of multimedia journalism at Morgan State University in her new book, Spare the Kids, Why Whooping Children Won't Save Black America, Ms. Patton explores the deeply embedded practice of corporal punishment for black children, both within and outside the home. She drew on decades worth of research and interviews with adult victims of what she considers childhood abuse and traced the history of spanking to European parenting styles that were eventually passed on to black American slaves. Ultimately, she advocates fiercely against hitting children in any way, as well as the embrace of such parenting tools within black culture. She's not interested in conversations about how you appropriately strike a child's body. She's interested in how you appropriately hurt their body. She looked at the fatality site, the past 10 years of child maltreatment reports that are put out by the Children's Bureau each year, and she tallied the fatalities. Black people over a 10-year span had killed over 3,600 children as a result of maltreatment. Yeah, 3,600 children 
When she talked to district attorneys and child welfare professionals, they told her that these severe cases of abuse, where there's injuries or marks, or even the fatalities, are not being caused by sadistic parents who are torturing their kids. They're caused by parents who consider themselves to be spanking their kids. She was quoted as saying what? This. They all started off spanking. And at some point, maybe they hit too hard. That one day that they were extra frustrated, they smacked the kid and maybe the kid fell and hit his head. Or maybe they punched the child on the body and it caused internal bleeding. When you listen to the reports, you hear the parents say over and over again, I just hit him too hard this time. I didn't mean to do it. End quote. Also, check this out. I was reading up on this topic all night last night because I found it fascinating and tragic at the same time. According to a report from the BBC, many black parents identify the refusal to spank as white. White people stuff. Viewing white parents as too permissive and not in proper control of their children, especially in public spaces. In fact, Pew Resource statistics prove black parents do tend to be considerably harsher when punishing our children. Ain't no timeouts or countdowns happening with Terrence. 14% of white parents claim to use spanking as a form of discipline. 19% of Hispanic parents claim to be spanking, use spanking as a form of discipline. You want to know what the number is for black parents? 32% of black parents claim to use spanking as a form of discipline almost a third. That is crazy. So I say all that to say this. Judging by the data that I just presented to you, it's obvious to me that African-American children are being spanked more than any race of children in America. Not only are we spanking our children more than everyone else, but we might even be spanking them harder than everyone else. Is it fair for me to assume that what we are doing obviously isn't working? Especially if we older kings and queens are claiming that these younger generations are out of control. There's obviously some historical context to this entire conversation. And once again, our ancestors are providing all of the answers. Black parenting methods are a reflection of the harm and abuse we experienced during slavery. In turn, we black parents often discipline our kids in similar ways plantation owners abused enslaved people. And how dare we pass that kind of pain onto the same people that we claim that we love more than any other people walking the face of the earth, man. In conclusion, it is up to current and future generations of African-Americans to dismantle cyclical family trauma. Just like with everything else, old traditions require an update and an eventual upgrade. And my hope, my wish, my prayer is that we find better ways to discipline our children. Instead of treating our young kings and queens as if we're a generation behind. No pun intended. But that's just me. Alright. Let's go. Huh? Tell me what you think, LA. Do you spank your chivenses? <laughs> Do you? Do you whoop them kids? Don't be lying up in here today. It's a real talk day today, okay? If so, what methods do you use when doing so? Open hand, belt, or otherwise? Also, are you one of those people that believes that this generation of black children is the worst one yet? I hear it all the time on this show. Why do you believe that to be true? 
And do you think millennials are too soft on their own children? Would spanking change things, in your opinion? Or is there a hybrid approach that could be implemented somehow? And lastly, do you still believe corporal punishment is a necessary evil? We got our behinds toe up as kids, man. Maybe it worked. Maybe it didn't. But would you be any different if you weren't spanked as a child? Is it possible you would be even better today without the belt back in the day? And was your family allowed to spank you behind back in the day too, huh? Uncle Charlie and all of them? And them, huh? Maybe it harmed us more than we know. Holla at your boy. Your voice is changed. Your voice is the community. Your voice is on. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us via the brand new KBLA streaming app on your app store. iOS or Android. It don't matter. That same app allows you to send me your questions and comments that I will answer live at different intervals throughout the broadcast. Plus, like, share, and follow your favorite radio station live on our socials. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KBLA 1580. And feel free to follow me at Danny Mo Show on those same platforms too. Plus... Me and my midday partner in crime, Miles, will take your comments via the ecosystem of this social network. Check this out. When we come forward, I will add another seven series to add to the topic of conversation. And it's a good one today. We got to get to it, Miles. I could give you a thousand reasons why spankings helped me as a child. I could also give you a thousand reasons why they were detrimental to me at the same time. That's why my seven series is seven reasons you should spank your kids. And seven reasons I disagree. With a little help from catholicsaints.net. They have provided reasons why spanking is good. And I will rebut each bullet point accordingly. You'll see what I mean. Add to the conversation with your phone calls when we come forward. Welcome to Middays with Danny Morrison on Unapologetically Progressive KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Let's ride. I'm not here to tell you how to think, but I am here to tell you what to think about because we are black in the spot. Another episode of Middays with Danny Morrison on KVLA Talk 1580 discussing the beneficial and detrimental effects of spanking our kids. Whether or not you spank your own children and deciding on if we should still be spanking young kings and queens in 2022. Let's go to the phones, man. We got a, uh, who's it, Amraj? Amraj. Give me your height, your color, and your hood, king. Hey, 510. Yafekoto Black. <laughs> Gardena, California. Gardena, check it in. <laughs> I love What's it. What's up, my brother? <laughs> you always come in with it. I love it, man. Hey, I got to, man. I'm going to remind you what, what age we are, bro. <laughs> they don't know no much yet. So what's on yeah. your mind? What do you think I, it is? Huh? Should, should I, we man, be spanking I, our kids? I, I, okay. As, as, as a, you know, you was raised a Christian just like a, like I was, and you know in the Bible it says spit a rod, spoil a child. Mm-hmm. You don't spank your kid. Your kid going to spank you mm-hmm. one day. Now, with the girls, it's a little bit different. I, I really had a hard time, you know, spanking my girls. I used to just snap the belt. You know, you know how you open the belt and close it real quick, <laughs> and they were kind of <laughs> and, and that was enough to really get them in line. My son, you know, I, I mean, he walked right into a butt whooping, but I, I kind of, I wasn't really that hard on him. You know, I, I let him, you know, kind of grow up and everything. But right now, you know, he's sixteen and everything, and I know, uh, you know, I'm not really gonna spank them like that no more. So, you know, like I told him, man, anytime you feel froggy. 
we got some boxing gloves hanging on the back. You know, I'm not, we can go out to the backyard. That's me, though, dog. We, can, we live in this cancel culture society. That's me. We got some gloves hanging on the back. Anytime you feel froggy, rain or snow, day or night, you let me know. Well, first of all, every black boy at some point tries to fight his father. They do. Every they single do. one. <laughs> he, hey, he lifted weights. He got a little thin mustache, you know. He's trying to flow in there. I'm, I'm like, man, you know. I tell him to take out the trash. His voice gets bass in it now. <laughs> like, I got to tell him twice. I'll say, man, look here. <laughs> if you can whoop me, you don't got to go to school no more. You ain't got to pay no bills. You can run the household. You can run the household. If you come out here and whoop me. <laughs> has a young and black he, king has a young black king ever whooped his father? Ever has it ever no, happened? I don't in- <laughs> think they have. I don't think they have. They can try, he, but even 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 number cube said he tried to get pops and pops knocked him out. That's right. So let me <laughs> yeah, ask you. Let me ask you, you know? a quick question because I'm up against it. Let me ask you a serious question because we could have a good time on this uh, phone all day. Um, is yeah, it fair for the professionals, mental health professionals, and? Uh, the statics, statisticians that gave me the information that I just gave you in my opening monologue. Is it fair to say that if we spank our kids, especially young black kings, that we are showing them a cycle of violence, introducing violence to them? Is that a fair criticism? I don't think so, man, because like I said, if you don't spread a rod and you, and you let your kid run over you, man, they're going to take advantage of that. You know, I, I wish my I wish my pops wouldn't have put hands on me when I was acting up. Man, I would have tried to run the household and did what I wanted to do. You know, got in the drug game and doing gang stuff and all of that stuff. Hey, whatever, you know. But I had a firm hand in there, keeping me straight, letting me, you know, do what I needed to do. So I think that they wrong. They're looking at it from a white perspective. You know, I had a couple of white friends. They used to cuss at their parents and stuff. Yeah, man. I was in shock. I was in shock. <laughs> I can't stand <laughs> I you, Dad. though couldn't you make the case that if your dad hadn't whooped you the way that he did and showed you how to de-escalate situations and how to just have conversation in the most heightened situations wouldn't that have made you a better adult if you knew that i don't think so that don't work with us man that don't work with us man the time off stuff don't work that work with the white folks and stuff that don't work with our people Mm. you know we're physical we're physical people we're emotional people we need to be shown right from right to right. Even the Bible says, spare the rod and spoil the child. Okay. You know, your child is going to grow up spoiled and everything. That's okay. why Donald Trump, that's why Donald Trump acted the way he do. He didn't have his book. <laughs> 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 you know? <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump wasn't whooped. He was whooped in the last election. Yeah, but that's he, a whole was <laughs> he was not whooped. If uh, he had his butt whooped, he wouldn't act the way he did. Too, man. And Raj, I'm up against that's it, man. I appreciate this phone call so much. <laughs> hey, that's real talk, my brother. <laughs> All right, have a good one, okay? Uh, all right, you too. <laughs> Yo, yo, yo. (laughs) You know, I think that's going to be kind of the common denominator, you know, connecting all of the conversations I have with you all today on this broadcast. I'm willing to bet that there's going to be a a racial line in the middle of this conversation. There's a lot of people that say, if you ain't spanking your kids, oh, you're just doing a white thing. Once again, white supremacy has infiltrated your household. And you think that it's okay to count down Terrence in a Kona. 
You go stand in the corner, Terrence. There's some people that believe, black people that believe, that's a white thing. That's some white people stuff. And I say to you on the other side, if we are beating our children, and I said beating, because let's keep it real up in here. I love my mama to death. Love my mama to death. Y'all know I sing her praises on this broadcast almost every single day. Mama was beating my behind, okay? My siblings may disagree because they think I'm the favorite. <laughs> because I am. But that's a different conversation. That being said, I got beat, though. Switches? Race car tracks? Belts? Shoes? Man, slapped? Popped in the mouth? How, how is that okay? CPS online, too. Sorry, mama. I'm just saying, like, how is that Okay. We got to find better ways, and I think there is a slow move towards stopping spanking in the African-American community. But the other side of this entire discussion is older African-Americans look at this and go, that's why y'all messed up right now. That's why y'all acting a fool. And I just gave you st some statistics that say that that's not necessarily true. We're spanking our kids as much as we did back in the day. That's one poll, but still. I believe that to be true as well. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. We got a seven series. We got your phone calls. We got great discussion happening on spanking today on the Danny Mo Show on KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Stay there. Middays with Danny Morris. It continues when we come forward. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. Yes, sir. Midday's Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Discussing the beneficial and detrimental effects of spanking our kids. Whether or not you spank your own children and deciding on if we should still be spanking young kings and queens in 2022. By the way, side note, uh, shouts out to Cooper Cup. Rocking that Kobe jersey at the, uh, the parade right now. You seeing that? Cooper Cup with the Kobe out. MVP right there, man. MVP, rocking the MVP. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Is it just me or is Cooper Cup making all the right decisions right now? He's been making all the right decisions. He's the man right now. He's been the man. I don't know about being. He's been the man. Last couple of years. I don't He's about been it. the man. I don't know about men. I don't know about that. Just got the, uh, the, the better quarterback, what, this year? He's been the man. What do you mean? Right. That's funny. Stafford's like, been trying to tell y'all I'm nice with it. Detroit, I bet, yeah. How long was he there? 12 years? How long was he there? Anybody ever doubted Stafford? It's just that was a bad organization as far as uh, managing their players. Just goes to show that management is everything, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like start the head. Detroit, how many number one picks have they had? All I'm saying is they had <laughs> Megatron and Stafford at the same time. And couldn't win. Win a damn thing. God, it's crazy. Stafford's like, I'm winning. This is first year with the Rams, right? <laughs> came and got a Super Bowl. <laughs> came to the Rams, got a Super Bowl. That's crazy. But um, look, as you all probably already know, because we're talking about spanking today, you know. And of course, I already got like family members all in your boy's phone. Like, what you talking about spanker for? You ain't going to spank that beautiful little queen you got of your own. Uh, that's exactly right. I have, uh, for those that don't already know, if, you, if you're an avid listener to the broadcast, you already know how I get down, right? I have a beautiful seven-year-old daughter that owns me owns me runs me i'm talking drags me around by the nostrils like a puppy dog all over town like owns me and as much as she pops off and she do be talking to me like i got a tail sometime like wait a minute i'm your daddy 
Okay, I brought you in the spot. I take you out. I'll do it. But I couldn't imagine spanking that little girl. You're soft, though. I'm a, I'm a punk like that. I, I ain't go front. When it comes to that little girl, I told you before on this show, there's two people that make me cry. My baby girl and Wanye from Boys to Men. Mess me up. I'm, I'm just drip, 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 gone. So uh, it would take an act of Congress for me to spank that little girl. Seriously. She, I, and all, all the way through teenage years, she's going to be calling now, me my name in the book. Now, here's my question. Yeah. Is that just because you soft, or is it because there's nothing she can do that would warrant it from you? Yes. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real up in there, man. Plus, I just couldn't imagine putting hands on a female. Not just my child. A female of any sort. Like I couldn't. I just... I'll give an example. You don't think that kids shouldn't be spanked. You just can't do that to her. Um, I think Emraj kind of said the same thing with his daughter. It's different with a daughter, man. It is. And sons hate to hear it. It's true. I'll give you an example. If I woke up in the middle of the night and there was a queen in the middle of my kitchen, wasn't supposed to be there, and I recognized that it was a young lady, that it was a young lady and it wasn't a man or a boy, I would handle the situation differently. Isn't that weird? Very. Some would say, you come in my house, you deserve to lose your life, right? It seems like it. You said on this show. That's why I'm listening to you. I'm just, I'm being real, man. I just, I, I could never see me being put in a situation where I would cause harm to a female. It's just, it's just, it's not inherent in me to do that type of stuff. And that's why spanking you, you see a little girl, and my family told me before she was, you're going to change. Because I'm military, man. No military. I'm major pain, okay? Not no major pain. I'm hardcore gangster. Or Craig and Dave, you are a mall cop. Okay, I, am, I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm flight security. I'm Paul Blurt, mall cop. Craig and Day Day. Craig and Day. I am, I ain't going to front. But when it comes to that little girl, I'm, I'm different. And it has really taken the aggressiveness out of my my persona because i'm an aggressive guy you know that to be true man that little girl walks in the room i'm different i just am and i think that's true with a lot of girl dads out there and you'll find out if you have a daughter watch you don't think so watch you gonna change and i was doing the same thing you're doing right now making them same faces saying i know who i am you felt like you would whoop your daughter beforehand i said because you know i got sons too so it's like you know what because I'm military, you know, that's like, you know, you talk to them like a man because you want to prepare them for the world. You want to make sure if they go out there, you want to make sure that my, my these are black men that I'm raising here. You always got to be hardcore with them cats. You got to. I'm going to be the same thing with my daughter. Why? Because a black girl going to have a lot of arrows thrown at her, too. I got to make sure I stay as aggressive with my daughter as I do my son. Somebody make the case more aggressive than I was with my sons. Nah, it didn't work out too well, man. I'm just, uh, I just cast in my manhood card, just, you know, just put my testicles in the glass and put them right up on my shelf and say, I'm just leaving there for the rest of my life. I'm just, it's over. I'm just being real. That's what happened. At least you know what happened. At least it didn't like happen and you're like, what happened to me? Nah, I'm just aware of it. That's what happened. But uh, here's the thing, though. Oh, through all that, this conversation could become very nuanced the more we delve into it. And Emrods did a really good job on touching on a number of topics that I already have planned to talk about today. So listen, okay?
because I want to be very clear and concise. And when I say this, please listen. I am never in a position to tell a parent what they should do to save their child. Yeah, save. In a lot of cases involving kings and queens, a child needs to be saved. That is their baby in their home, in their neighborhood, with their family circumstances, and perhaps even their uh, generational family trauma as the proverbial anchor tied around the household's ankle. So we've seen this story a million times. How we do it on time? Because I want to break it all down. We've seen this story a million times. And let me show y'all what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. A single mom is raising a young king in a poverty-stricken neighborhood. We've seen it a million times. They've made movies about it 15 million times, right? The hood is uh, rife with crime and gangs and drugs and more. And to make matters even worse, daddy is a coward and doesn't want to be involved with his son. And as I say all the time on this broadcast, society wants your child. And by the way, is winning. Society is actively working to come up with as many uh, mechanisms, resources as possible to take your child away from you. Trust me. Every time you put that phone in your child's hand, every time you put that iPad in your child's hand, every time they turn that TV on. It is actively working to take your child from you. And it's winning. And let's not even get started on social media. And it's loaded for bear to succeed at getting your child. For the long term. So if that mother that we're speaking of finds herself being put in a position where her son is starting to drift. We've seen that a million times, too. It's, it happens around 10. 10 or 11. That son starts to drift. Starts hanging around with different cats. Starts dropping uh, the F-bomb on Xbox Live. Starts hanging around with friends like to smoke a little something every now and again. Things start to change. You start to see the, the, the change in the way your son is dressing and talking and hairstyles. And he might want to get his ear pierced now. He might even want a tattoo or something. Who knows? You notice it. So if that mother notices that her son is becoming heavily influenced by the outside forces around him. If that mother has a young king that is starting to talk back. How many of y'all's got a, got, a, got a child that starts talking back at a certain age? You'd be like, what? Excuse me? And get disrespectful, fixing his lips to call his mama every name in the book. But like, what, what, what? My mother used to call me when I moved out of the house. I got three younger siblings. My mother used to call me and say, will you come over here and regulate? And I used to go over there and play daddy. Like, who, who, who disrespected mama? Who? Who I got to knock out today? If that mother has a job to worry about too, bills that need to be paid, an ex that probably don't want to help out in any way, shape, or form financially or even just being there. And perhaps maybe even other children in the household to worry about. She might believe that the belt could be the temporary elixir to her problems. That's all I'm saying. Where a short spanking could not only stop her son from doing the wrong thing, but perhaps... Change the trajectory of that young cat's life. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is I can't criticize the decision. I can't. And those people that say, should never be spanking your child. You don't know what's up. 
What neighborhood you grew up in? Huh? How many outside forces when you were growing up or even now with your own children? How many outside forces are trying to penetrate your household? I'll give you more on the other side. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Should we be spanking young African-American children in 2022? And can your family spank your kids too? Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Stay there. Say it loud. We're black and we're proud. Not just in February. But every single day of the year. Sun up to sundown. KBLA Talk 1580. We're rooting for everybody black. 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 Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. It's so funny. We're talking about spanking and discipline, and we can't think of a song to play that is uh, kind of indicative of the conversation. You know what? Beyonce got a song called Discipline. Miles, man, you should have played Beyonce Discipline, man. <laughs> what about that one? Forgot about that one. Yeah, we get, we sitting there like, what do you, you don't want to play nothing about beating. You know, there's some songs about beating in R&B, but they talk about something else. You did Michael Jackson? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whip it. Oh no, baby. There's a different, there's different type of, there's different type of beating up in R and B. Wow, wow. We ain't gonna get into that right now, but I'm just saying. But uh, let me go to the socials. I tell you what, this is another hot topic today, and let me try to read as many as I can here because you guys are on fire. I basically asked, uh, "Do you spank your child?" And can your family ever spank your child? <laughs> And Shantae Stewart said, well, we see how that's going. Uh, Steph Box said, how is it right to teach our children that the way to correct something is to get into a fight? Instead, teaching them the right way to do something and leading us better. No one is allowed to touch my children. Tammy Grace Fanning said, is spanking your child for corrections or are you taking your anger out of what they did? Yeah, that right there is very important. Like, I think if you are spanking your children, and once again, I am not on either side of this argument. I'm like, you raise your child, whatever you think is best for your child. If you are spanking your child, though, uh, try not to do it out of anger. Because I gave you the numbers in my opening monologue. I think we do it a little more aggressively than most. Uh, Angie Miss Bossy Martinez said, uh, no one better touch my child. I don't play that. I will discipline my child myself. Uh, let me see. Let me give you two or three more. Got a lot of them. Uh, Kim Summers Bean said, I grew up with spankings, and my kids had a spanking or two from their dad, my ex. I didn't spank, but there were times where there was a small pop on the booty to get their attention. I believe in talking to my kids at their level and helping them understand why their actions or behavior needed to be changed. Punishment was appropriate for the age and crime, timeout, grounding, privileges revoked, Parenting is hard work, and kids need our full attention. I don't think many are getting that today. There are too many distractions. Now, my grandkids, on the other hand, are perfect, and they can do no wrong. Uh, <laughs> Shanita Ford said, spanking for one type of culture and whooping for others, yes. And none other than mommy or daddy, and maybe a mature sibling. Uh, no. I don't. My older sister, my oldest sister hit us a couple times. But I don't know if she ever full-on whooped it. Could your, could your older brother spank you ever? Uh, right. Oh, what's the age between you and your sister? Uh, five years. Oh, hell no. My brother's <laughs> seven years older than me. No. And still no. Okay. What if mom gave me the green light? Would you even let it happen? <laughs> I let it happen? No, I wouldn't let it happen. No. <laughs> Pull up, bro. 
And uh, Megan Rose said, I got my behind beat for everything, basically. I've spanked my kids, my four kids, aged 17 through 9 when they were younger. As they've aged, the spanking has stopped because their behavior is good. I do believe Spare the Rod Spoils the Child didn't go overboard as my elders did. No one else spanks my children, and I don't spank anyone else's, even when given permission. Good. It's good stuff. Um, is it fair what he just said, though, that our elders went overboard, though? That's the question. Because I told you that, you know, my mom, you know, go get them three switches, boy, off the tree. I think that if you did that today in 2022, somebody would say that that's child abuse. Is it illegal? I don't know. That's a good question. Is any spanking with a switch from a tree illegal in 2022? I don't know. Uh, that's a gray area, man. It is. Because, like Imran said in the first hour, we are different. Can we agree that African-American, especially young kings, are different? Uh, of course. You cannot use those quote-unquote white tactics. <laughs> the timeouts, you know what I'm saying? The stand in the corners, you know what I'm saying? Look at me! Look at me! You ever been in the mall and see like a white family? When a kid is like, look at me! Look at me! Don't you do that in this store, Billy! It's a different deal. African-American boys, you, you, gotta, you gotta put a little something on that behind. You gotta just grab one of them belts that's hanging on the wall at JCPenney and whoop Johnny right there in the middle of JCPenney. You gotta do it. I'm just saying. But, go ahead. Technically... It is not illegal in the U.S. to strike children for punishment as long as it does not leave a physical mark that is observed by a third party, i.e. a teacher, a medical staff, or a professional. But there you go. I mean, but if you whoop somebody through pants, you're never going to leave a mark for the most part, right? Aha! Aha! I'm giving ideas to all the parents out there. Go on, beat your kids. Go ahead. As long as they got pants on, put them some sweats and whoop them. No, I'm just playing. I'm kidding. I don't know. Here's where I stand. You shouldn't pick up any foreign object to spank your child. You soft, though. I'm just saying. You soft, though, bro. Haven't always been that way. I think an open hand, what's the problem? What's the problem? On the behind, too. Especially nothing uh, shoulders and up. Never. Never. Like, you ever get popped in the mouth? Heck yeah, I did. What? Wop. Wop. Some would say that's abuse. Your mama needs to go to jail right now. <laughs> you disagree, I assume. I say I disagree. I'm saying. <laughs> it's over now. It's, a, it's, a, it's over now. Get some house cleaning in, man. I'm telling you. Uh, Middays with Danny Morrison now streaming on demand through all, sorry, mama, <laughs> on demand through all socials. On the KBLA website, via Futurity Media. Follow me on all socials at Danny Mo Show. See the links posted for each episode of this broadcast in podcast form. The episodes are also uploaded to the Middays with Danny Morrison page on the KBLA app and the KBLA website, too, at KBLA1580.com. Uh, bomb episodes up right now. We've been on a tear the last two weeks, and uh, I appreciate the comments that I get in my DMs on the show, so definitely continue. Uh, download, share, comment uh, the whole nine, okay? You want to do it yourself? Perhaps you haven't jumped in to the abyss known as the Danny Mo Show podcast. Do it. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. See the links that I post also. The KBLA app and the KBLA website, too. Pow!
powered by Smiley Audio Media by way of Futuri Media from KBLA Talk 1580. We got a whole lot to stream about, as you can tell. And get on them socials, man. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We appreciate it. We're crossing over 3,000, I think, right now on Instagram after eight months. And uh, we love the trajectory of our socials right now. And that is because of y'all. Liking, sharing, commenting, telling your friends to jump in. It means everything to the KBLA family. Please continue to do so. And uh, we can't do this without you. Okay? That's the uh, socials with KBLA Talk 1580. And also download that app. Speaking of which, perfect segue. Uh, the winner of the KBLA Black History Month swag bag is Richard Gray today. Richard Gray. Congratulations, King. Uh, we're giving away a KBLA Black History Month swag bag every single day this month. There's plenty of chances for you to win. All you have to do is download or open the KBLA Talk 1580 app and tell us who your favorite historical figure is from black history. That's it. Once you do, you're automatically entered in to win a KBLA Black History Month swag bag full of some bomb stuff, like shockingly bomb. Real talk. So download or open the KBLA Talk 1580 app today for your chance to win. And we got another winner coming up tomorrow, okay? And uh, you can also use the open mic feature on the app. If you want to say a little something, we'll play it on the broadcast, okay? That's how we get down. Is that everything? When we come forward, we will take some more phone calls. We will continue the discussion on spanking. And I got a seven series you need to hear. Middays with Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580, where Black Lives Matter. With Danny Morrison continues right now. Right now. Yes, sir. Middays with Danny Morrison, KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, discussing the beneficial and detrimental effects of spanking our kids, whether or not you spank your own children, and deciding on if we should still be spanking young kings and queens in 2022. Also, would you let your family spank your children since it's the question? Huh? I, I, it's, it's a fair question. Huh? What if they popping off? What if they telling Uncle Ray Ray, there's a, you know, dropping F-bombs on Uncle Ray Ray, and they're number 10 years old? You telling me Uncle Ray Ray can't regulate that situation? That's a problem. So I'm not one to say never. I got to take that back. I'm saying never. But not every situation is different. Not every person is the same. So, I'm, yeah. But uh, do you spank your kids? Huh? Do you whoop them kids? And if so, what methods... Do you use when doing so? Open hand? Belt? Or otherwise? Also, are you one of those people that believes that this generation of black children is the worst one yet? If that is one thing that I get in my DMs all the time when we talk young people on this broadcast, is it seems like older African Americans believe that this generation is awful. Hypersexual, hyperviolent, disrespectful. And I go, why is that? Because they, they ain't no discipline. They foul. I don't know if I believe that to be true. Matter of fact, we got more messages coming in. Uh, Danny Dorman said, I have a 36 and a 31-year-old. They still fear the belt. He used it in a hashtag, too. Hashtag fear the belt. So all of you snowflakes, man the F up and teach your kids respect. Wow. Uh... Shundria Jones Brewer says, some children learn by words only. Other children need physical correction. Our job as parents is to determine which one applies to our own children. I can use words only for my daughter. My son thinks it's a game until he gets hit. Everyone should do what works best in their household. <laughs> Keela Williams said, yes! You should spank your, your kids. And last one here, let me see. 
Jenna Lords said, no kids, but no spanking. I was spanked, hit with the belt, hand, shoe. My mom even threw a whole dang pizza at me once. Don't waste the pizza, mama. Ugh. Not the pizza, mama. Okay, what kind of pizza? What? It don't it, matter. Don't... It, if there's pineapple on the pizza, you can go and throw that. You can throw it in the trash at the same time. You don't waste money. You Pineapple on pizza don't belong. I, I can't trust people put pineapple well, on I, pizza. We don't waste money. <laughs> you grew up in one of them households? I'm saying I eat. I I like pizza with pineapple. I'm saying you don't th- waste the whole pizza throwing it at the kids. <laughs> well, I'll be laughing when, when black families be like, yeah, give the scraps to the dog. I'm like, y'all have scraps? <laughs> y'all? Y'all. And y'all and a dog, yeah. That's the security. You know, a, a dog in every family. That's the security for the house. Security door, dog in the backyard. We ain't got no money to be spending money on, you know, typing in a code on a pad next to the door. Security door. Oh, wait. Security door, wrought iron around our windows, and a dog in the back. That's your security right there. Man, okay. Y'all pay that pet deposit y'all want to. That wasn't... We ain't do all that. <laughs> but, uh... We got won't... dog money? <laughs> you won't even pay to, to heal your dog when it gets sick. Who are you talking about? You can't say nothing about nobody when it comes to animals. Foul. You let, let Fifi die. You ain't right. But, uh... Who, do, do you believe that to be true? Do you believe that this generation of young African-Americans, the younger ones, millennials and younger, are the worst ones yet? Y'all say it on this show all the time. Do you believe it, though? And uh, do you believe that the millennials that are having children right now in 2022 are softer on their kids now than we were back in that day? Or do you still believe corporal punishment is a necessary evil? I think that's the right word. Is that hyperbole for me saying it's evil? Just, that's a strong word. It's violence. Oh, it's football. Oh, oh, come on. They're getting paid for it. Come on now. I'm just, you don't think. He's you, your kid. You don't think a spank on the behind is still violence? I think it is. I'm not saying it's not violence. I'm saying is you saying evil. That's the word you said. A necessary evil, but yeah. That's where I am right now in my life. I'm not saying I've always been that way. I'm, I think it's evil. Okay. I think you never hurt the one you love. You love your children unconditionally, but then you hurt them. How is that anything but evil? So you're done whooping all your kids then? I'm done. Okay. I'm done. I just... You know, younger son who's still... I'm... I'm I've, your younger son? I've changed. He's 15. I'm changed. I'm a change. Pastor whoop this belt. Is he? You sure about that? 15? You didn't get no whooping at 15? No. I didn't either. I stopped getting a whooping around 10 or 11. I was pretty tall. so I, I was way bigger than my mom about 15. So <laughs> exactly. it, was, it was different. But it work. I just, I think it's evil, man. I think anytime you inflict violence, pain, or anything upon a loved one, especially your own child, it can only be seen as evil. That's just my opinion, though. That's it. But that's just me. I'm just, I'm just saying so, uh, do you agree or disagree? Holla at your boy. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Can we get into the 7 Series early today? Because I've got so much on it. Let's just jump into it. Let's go. Check it out. One topic, seven answers. It's time for the 7 Series on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Look at Miles remixing the intro. Nice. You on the board, so you Dr. Trey. One time. <laughs> Look. <laughs> 
Next episode. Leave it alone. Da, 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 da. I could give you a thousand reasons why spankings helped me as a child. I could also give you a thousand reasons on why they were detrimental to me at the same time. That's why my seven series today is seven reasons why you should spank your kids. However, I will also give you seven reasons why I disagree with a little help from CatholicSaints.net. Got this information last night. They provided reasons why spanking is good, and I will rebut each bullet point accordingly, and you will see exactly what I mean. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. Seven reasons why you should spank your kids and seven reasons I disagree. Number one, they say, out of love, quote, you got to love your child enough to be tough and do what is necessary to get the desired result. Parent first, friend second, end quote. Now that's what they believe at Catholic Saints. Uh, my rebuttal? I agree that you shouldn't even be friends with your child. That's controversial. You shouldn't even be friends. People always say, man, my, my daughter is my best friend. She's become a uh, problem. As grown people, maybe. As a child, I don't think my children should be my friend ever, right? But uh, love is also never supposed to hurt, though. Ever. Under any circumstances. If you need to cause pain to show love to your child, you're doing it wrong. If there's one thing I will always admit about my mom, who absolutely loved me to death. I told you, my, my siblings still believe that I'm the favorite of the family, and I agree. There was still a disconnect between myself and my mother. Even though I was a mama's boy, some say that I still am. My mother... Excuse me. What do you say? Maybe that's why I'm so soft on my daughter, because I'm a mama's boy. <coughs> <coughs> we got to do another mama's boy show. We did one early on in this broadcast. We had a hilarious show on the mama's boys. <laughs> if, your, if your mama still... <laughs> washing all your laundry for you, you, <laughs> you a mama's boy. If if you won't date a woman if mama don't approve, you probably a mama's boy. And here's the big one: whether or not you a mama's boy, you kiss your mama still. I kiss my mama. Do you kiss your mama? I give mama a big hug and a kiss every time I see her. Yeah. Where do you kiss her? In the cheek, or always, or forehead, or always calf. Okay, you a mama's boy. That's mama's boy stuff right there, man. You don't control who I date though. But you you respect what she said? No, no, no. She's going to respect who I bring home. Ooh, flipping it on mama. You you mean to tell me that if there was a woman that you were dating and she was everything that you've ever wanted, you take her home to mama, mom go, uh-uh, that ain't the one. Did she disrespect my mom? Not disrespect your mom. You just take her to mom and mom go, nah, that's some this girl. She this, that she that. I just don't like her. She got a swag that I don't like, you know. You telling me that wouldn't affect your relationship knowing that your mama cannot stand a woman that you're trying to get to know? Of course it would, because you respect your mama. That don't mean she controls everything. I'm saying it would affect the situation is all I'm saying. I'm something saying that, it's something that she would have to eventually get over if that pursues. But yeah. would you would you still pursue or even potentially marry a woman that you know that your mama cannot stand? Why can she not stand her? That's relevant, of course. I don't know. I'm just saying. No, I mean, I, I, I've i had to talk to my mom before. Like, no, nah, I, I, I'm bringing home who I love and I want to bring home tomorrow. Maybe it's a white woman. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't, I wouldn't bring a white woman <laughs> home tomorrow. 
thing I haven't done is brought the white woman home. You never brought one Becky home, just one? Home? <laughs> no. Home mom, no. I didn't ask have you ever hung out with one other you ever brought one home. Oh. But we know we know you've hung out with them. But uh, there was always that disconnect, though. Me and my mom. Always. And as much as I was a mama's boy, as much as I was a punk in a lot of ways, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. My mother always made sure I'm your mama. And no matter how big I got, I told you, I passed her up when I was around 10 or 11. I'm 6'1". So I passed my mother up around, even before my teenage years, I passed my mother up. And she would always just look at me and go, I'm your mama, boy. If I would say something out the side of my mouth, what? I'm your mama, boy. <laughs> and for some reason, I would always respect her in that way. Now, that was past the stages where she used to whoop my behind all the time. But still... There was still that respect and there was still always that disconnect at the same time to where she could say, I am my son's parent. I ain't trying to be friends with my son. But there is a catch to that whole thing. That's why a father being around is so important. Because if you are going to be a mom with a young son, a young black son, and you guys don't have that close relationship when he gets into those more formative years, you got to have a black man around. You got to. And we had a great discussion on that a few months ago, as you all might recall, my more avid listeners to the broadcast. There was a few queens that called in and pushed back on the fact that I said that you need a man in the house to raise that young king. I stand by that. I think there is a certain age for a young king to where there has to be. It ain't got to be his daddy. It has to be a black male mentor of some sort around. It could be a coach. It could be a pastor. It could be a next door neighbor, uncle, cousin. I don't care. But he's got to be positive. He's got to be focused. He's got to be somebody that's going to really have your son's best interest at heart. That's the most important thing. But my mother, as well as she did, six kids, single mom, did a really, really good job for what she had to work with. And it wasn't easy. Because I was a growing boy whose father wasn't around. And for the record, your boy was cute too. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Jerry Curl, guest jeans, Bill Cosby sweater. Your boy was sexy. That's all I'm saying. So I was a handful. <laughs> but she did the best she could. But once again, with all of that, my mother still put her foot down and said, I'm your mama boy. And I respected her throughout. Big time. And I think, even though my mother and I having issues <laughs> right now, I ain't going to front. My mother and I having some serious issues right now. But uh, throughout my entire lifetime, I've done everything possible to try to make sure that my mother was okay. I've tried. I've moved her in with me multiple times in my life. I've just, you know, you, you try your best as much as you can on, in this life. When you saw what your mother went through growing up. Raising six kids by herself. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about with large families. You see a single mom just fighting and trying to do everything she possibly can to keep food on the table and the lights on. And you got a father that's an absentee father. And you're like, how in the heck is she pulling this off? When you become an adult and you become more financially stable, you go, I'm going to give back to my mom the best I can. That's why I always smile when I see celebrities make it. And they buy a house for their mom or a car. I go, man, if I could do that. Right now, I buy my mama a remote control car right now. That's all she's getting, but... 
Maybe in the future. 1-800-920-1580. News and traffic now. Stay there. Midday's with Danny Morris. Midday's with Danny Morris. It continues when we come forward. We're riding with Danny Morrison until the wheels fall off. Middays with Danny Morrison continues right now. Right now. We're inside the 7 Series right now. Seven reasons you should spank your kids and seven reasons I disagree. You know, on a side note here, you know, I'm kind of ticked off at the fact that uh, people aren't giving Eminem his credit, by the way, for kneeling during that Super Bowl halftime performance, Miles. It's kind of foul. It's like, give him credit for doing something. They're like, we're not giving a white dude credit for kneeling. It's like, he didn't have to. Or do we ask him to? No, exactly. Why doesn't he get the credit? He's, they're going in on him like, we never going to give a white man credit. He can do whatever he wants and he ain't going to get no help for if a black dude did. Just stop it, y'all. Stop it. They just won't give him the credit he deserves, man. M has all, remember that song you made about Donald Trump? Remember that song? M has always represented the culture, right? And he also said he doesn't, he, he doesn't use the N-word because he can't use the N-word. Even though there's audio of him using it when he was younger, but... <laughs> I'm just saying, give him his flowers. He did it. But they just don't want to give him credit just because he's Caucasian. But is he? He is. He definitely is. <laughs> you sure? Positive. <laughs> You're positive. I'm positive. I've seen the picture. <laughs> Let's get back to the seven series. Seven reasons you should spank your kids and seven reasons I disagree. With a little help from CatholicSaints.net, by the way. Number one was they say, I love, you have to love your child enough to be tough and do what is necessary to get the desired result. Parent first and friend second. I broke it all down. How you shouldn't be friends with your child. You can be friends with your adult child, but not with your adolescent child. Here's number two. Uh, They say, you want to be respected. To be feared in the sense of reverence is to be respected. Your children should be weary of going against your rules. It also teaches them to submit to authority regardless of whether or not they agree. End quote. I'm like, what? Is this the Godfather? What is this? Really? Revenge is a dish best served cold. What are we doing? Just when I think I'm out, they pull me back in. What are we doing? They're kids. Okay. Should your kids always respect you? Yeah. For the most part, you know, I think there is a fallacy associated with parenting because they always try to say, that's your daddy. We used to get told it all the time. That's still your daddy. I don't think just because you are a parent that you are always, you should always be given respect. You disagree with that, obviously. You think just because you gave birth to a child, you you have to demand respect from the child that you gave birth to? Huh? What if you're a terrible parent? You should still be respected, even though your actions warrant that you shouldn't get that respect? I think so. I don't know if I agree with that. Like saying, what if you're a terrible kid? Do you deserve X, Y, and Z? If like- your father is abusing your mama, does he deserve respect? Saying he's your father. Father, I'm not saying you have to respect everything he does, but I'm saying he as that figure, yeah. He's I'm just saying, as a father, if you have a foul father, you you got to show that you deserve that respect. That's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? I'm surprised you don't agree with that. I just I like. I feel you don't have to like everything, but I feel there is a certain level of respect that even just comes with being an elder. Okay, I'm I'm with you on that. 
I'm with you on that. But I think when violence is a part of the discussion, it's a different conversation. If my father is abusing my mother, I don't respect that cat even a little bit. Matter of fact, he's probably in jail. <laughs> I, I will send you to jail respectfully. How about that? There we go. Respectfully. I get you. Respectfully. I will make sure that you don't bump your head on the, on the roof of the car when you get up in there. But you going to jail. <laughs> Res- I get you. Respectfully. I'm just saying. But, um, but causing violence to gain that respect, by the way, will only lead to them losing even more respect for you. And to make matters worse, I believe it'll make them more violent from your actions in the long term, too. It will. There are some people that believe that, you know, what we have learned as children by our parents introducing us. We spoke about it in the first hour with the caller. They introduced us to, you know, you should result to violence to make things right, to get what you want. To level the playing field. To set someone or someone's on the right course. I used to believe that, too. I don't anymore. 1-800-920-1580. Seven reasons you should spank your kids and seven reasons I disagree. Here's number three. They say, CatholicSaints.net, you want to teach them how to make good decisions. Our destinies are determined by decision making. Children have the option to obey or face the consequences, and they need to know consequences hurt. End quote. Yeah, while making a bad decision, my rebuttal. Yeah, while making a bad decision by solving problems with violence. You, you can't solve problems with violence. You can't. Consequences hurt, but physical wounds heal. Mental wounds oftentimes never do. You can't inflict them with both. Please don't. Show them that their decisions can lead to losing things that are important to them, not their dignity through violence. You want to take away that Xbox? Do it. That smartphone? Do it. You want to take away them going to the game on Friday? Do it. I just believe at this point in my life, and I already got a family member texting me saying, you have changed. Yeah, I have. I just think at this point in 2022, we cannot be inflicting pain on these young kings and queens anymore. We can't. Because if you are a millennial, a Generation Z, or Generation Alpha even, younger than that, what they're calling them today, you wake up in the morning, if you got a smartphone, you turn on your smartphone, you see violence against, against us dang near every week. Practically, gunned down by police officers, gunned down by ourselves. All kind of fights and everything. Somebody had one rolling down their timeline just a couple days ago that I saw. There was a fight in the middle of a gas station, probably at 2 o'clock in the morning. And people are on there like, she got knocked out. She should have ducked and moved. I can't believe that she wasn't fighting back. And I'm just looking at this going, is this us? Is it? That's why these young African-Americans that are growing up in this, this is a different day and age. I'm telling you, the 21st century is going to be different, much different than the 20th, y'all. How can we? 
inflict more violence on these kids when they're probably going to get a lot of it out there in these neighborhoods? How can we? We can't. We used to do it to protect them. At least that's what the thought process was. I'm doing it to protect my child. I'm doing it to save my child, which we talked about in the last hour. I'm here to let you know we cannot do that anymore, in my opinion. Because our kids are all about, they're they're surrounded by violence 24-7 through no fault of their own. And if it's not violence in their own neighborhoods, it's violence on social media. If it's not violence on social media, it's violence within the music. If it's not in the music, it's on TV or the movies. They're surrounded by violence all the time. And it just breaks my heart. That they now have to come home when they do a little something. They'll, they'll drop the ball. Of course they drop the ball. You know how much me, many mental health issues that young African Americans are going through in 2022? So yeah, they're going to drop the ball. We have the audacity knowing this information. We're more well-read in, this, in 2022 than we ever have been as a people. So knowing this information, they're going through mental health, mental health issues. We also want to beat them when they get home. That's just crazy to me, man. Miles, you <laughs> you you tend to agree. <laughs> Listening to you, Dan, I'm rocking with you, bro. Cause like I said, this is your opinion. I get you. I just you gonna spank your kids? I know we up against it. You gonna spank them? I believe. Spank them with what? Belt? Whatever is whatever uh, whatever's near. <laughs> believe in proper discipline. I believe in in disciplining the right way. I don't believe in just. Disciplining out of anger. So Okay. And I'm pretty much a level headed guy anyways. But that's just me though. Okay. But that's just me. When we come forward, we continue with the seven series midtakes with Danny Morse, KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Build black better. Better. Tweet it. Tell it. LA finally has a black owned talk radio station. And it's unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. Association. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are Rooting for everybody black. KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. <laughs> this is such a great discussion that Miles and I are having right now. Ask on air, man. I'm telling you, man. You know what? I'll bring it to the mic. I ain't got no problem. Look, we're talking about levels of spanking, right? And it's like, by the way, that's the topic of conversation today if you've just tuned in. Um, if your child talks back, especially when I was a kid, I know if you talk back to mama, grandmama, anybody, popped in the mouth, maybe even whoop your behind. Yeah, real talk. Even in church. Talk back to mom in church. Bam. Turn around. Pow. Right in the mouth. Right? But did I say mouth with an F, by the way? (laughs) Right in the mouth. Some would say if somebody talks back, if a child talks back, that doesn't warrant a whooping. But back in the day, it did. But then you go, okay, let's go next level. Your child brings home an F on that report card. You've been in Johnny's ear every single day. Get your homework done. You do your homework. Did you go to the tutor? Huh? Did you did you bring your homework to me and make sure I was doing? I was checking it every single night. And Johnny wasn't doing none of that stuff all year long. Johnny bring homes and brings home an F. You whoop Johnny? I said there's more to it than just an F. You know what I mean? There's a lot of steps in between you telling him to do his homework and bringing home an F. Is are the teachers properly teaching your kid? Is the school doing X, Y, and Z? Does he have a learning disorder? Does yeah, you know I mean, you have to do your parenting as well. It can't just be a replacement for parenting and being involved. Like, get to the root of the problem. Well, somebody. Now, if it gets to be like, hey, no, Johnny's just lazy and tricking off, then we can talk about it. But 
But doesn't somebody have to receive some level of discipline if Johnny brings home an F? Something has to change, yes. So mama, to mama or daddy got to get whooped in. Somebody. Excuse me? Mama or daddy got to get whooped. Well, there's probably some spanking happening in the bedroom. That's different. But but <laughs> something's got if Johnny got an F, something's got to happen. Something has to change. Something has to change here. But it can't just be, you know what, you didn't do you, you the the result isn't what I like, so I'm gonna punish you for it. Mm. Get to the bottom of it. And here's the third level. You steal something, you hurt somebody, like you said, burn down the house. Burn down the house and almost <laughs> kill grandma? Yes. Like that's That's more than a woman. You getting that. dealt with. You dealt with. Careful. You steal, you're getting dealt with, yes. Mine is just simple. You harm somebody, it's yeah, that's my line. Never. That's what I tell my kids. Don't you ever harm somebody? Ever. But you're right. That's a that's a whooping. But I think that middle level, that level B, that level subjective. two, like it's, there's no there's no subjective. manual to parenting. You got to figure it out what works best for you. But you don't backtrack now, brother. You say you're not whooping kids no more. I'm not. I'm done. I'm done having kids too. But you know, unless Janet, now I'm telling you, look, listen. She, she might be done having kids. Too. <laughs> Show she is. <laughs> Mother Nature made sure that happened. Let's get back into the seven series, though. Let me see. Um, <laughs> You better leave Janet alone, man. Seven reasons you should spank your kids and seven reasons I disagree. What are we up to number four? Uh, they say, uh, by the way, CatholicSaints.net, they say you want them to have self-control. When you're aware of what is on the other side of making a poor decision, it's easier to exercise restraint. <laughs> Come on. Hilarious. That's not how kids work. Come on, man. Don't, don't give me that face. That's not how kids work. You know and I know, youngsters gravitate towards trouble. That's what they do. Pandora's box. That's why when you tell them, you better not ever see that boy ever again. <laughs> tell, tell Keisha she can't see Devon. Yeah, but that's lightweight punishment. Now move somewhere she's not going <laughs> to see Devon. Hey, real talk. Real talk. History tells us they're going to mess up, though. Although you could easily make the case that swinging a weapon and hitting a small child with it is a loss of self-control in itself. Words matter. Words can also be piercing and effective. And if you got to show self-control for them to understand how self-control works. Okay. Here's number five. They say you want them to be accountable. Every decision has an outcome, good or bad. Just as your reward, your child for the good, you must also acknowledge and address the bad. End quote. My rebuttal? Look, I get that. Okay. Accountability is important. This one, I give, I give them a little love on that one. But taking something important to them as a form of discipline will teach them the same accountability. There's levels to this, okay? Try not to use the last resort as the first resort. I guarantee you, there are a number of kids out there that would say, no, 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 no. Whoop me, mama. Don't take away my Xbox. Okay. Whoop me, mama. Okay. Give me my phone. How many, how many licks? Okay? Take, don't take away my phone. So I think that's more effective these days. All right? Middays with Danny Morris at KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Making your middays meaningful. More of Danny Morrison straight ahead. We're listening around the clock. Around the clock. And your time to be heard is right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. 
Me and Jason Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, let me get to my man Ferran Doja here. He checked in on our socials. Bomb post. I said, do you spank your child? And can your family spank your child? <laughs> he said, at Danny Mo Show, spanking is fine when you are disciplining a child based on the consequences you have discussed with the child. Not only to punish them, but to also allow both the parent and the child to figure out the self-corrections they need around their behavior. If the spanking is coming from the parent's frustration to the child, that is the type of control by dominance, which we learned that behavior from the most recent, how slaves were controlled to behave. It's the spirit behind the whooping not to make the child act right. If we listen to our children and heard what they are dealing with, that could allow us to support them in their issues and develop a level of communication with our children so that they can be heard even at age five. They have a voice. Oof. As usual, um, that King, Ferran, checking in. Bomb post. Appreciate you, King. Uh, let me see. Number six, seven reasons you should spank your kids and seven reasons I disagree. Number six is they say uh, you want to set standards. Children need limits to learn how to grow up with restraint. They will never be able to do whatever they want. Teach them to live by the rules set in place. My rebuttal is, yeah, moral standards. Nonviolent standards. God-fearing standards. If the standard is that they'll receive violence for their mistakes, that's a low standard, regardless of what your intentions are. I need us grown folk, especially the kings and queens listening right now, to understand that our communities are already rife with violence. And I truly believe that we are teaching our children that through violence, you can get what you want. Many of them will follow that plan as adults. Trust and believe. And finally, here's number seven. They say, you see strength, not weakness. Western parents seem to assume fragility rather than strength. Spanking your child properly is not going to damage their self-esteem Accepting mediocrity and dismissing poor behavior teaches them to indulge in being weak. End quote. Now, see, that's some white people stuff right there. That's real talk. <laughs> My rebuttal? Strength is shown by doing what you say and following through. And when you screw up, own it. Apologize. Say why you're apologizing. And show your kids that you're nowhere near perfect. But don't show them your imperfections through violence. Love them. Kiss them. Hold them. Never let go. You want to know why? Because there are some parents out there that would do everything in their power to have their child back. They would. I told you, long time ago, have you ever seen a baby in a casket? Ever? It's jarring. It sticks with you for the rest of your life. And I've been to funerals with kids that have gone through gun violence. And it is really tough. I could not imagine us also inflicting violence on our own children. We got to stop. Okay? There's also some parents that can't have a child at all. And then the ones that we already have on this earth, we, we are going to inflict violence on these beautiful seeds? We got to do better. They deserve better. Uh, D.L. Hughley Afternoon Show is up next. In the meantime and in between time, good luck. God bless. Go on. Keep it on KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. See you tomorrow. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.